Generally Speaking About the Church, podcast episode number 87. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of About the Church. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. My name is D.G. Hollins. Today, we're going to be talking about you (laughs) swearing. Gosh, darn it. Dag nabbit and (laughs) and Voldemort's nipple. (laughs) (laughs) What's so funny? You're cracking me up. Do you know what that's from? Voldemort's nipple? Yes. Not so much. No. Okay, hold on no. one second. Oh, yeah, we got to we I have to go to YouTube and I'm going to type in YouTube wizard wizard swears. All right. So let me see. my kids would be able to find this in a second. Oh yeah. But uh it's kind of like Merlin's beard. It's just it, other it's a little puppet show of um of Harry Potter. Oh, and uh here we go. Hold on one second. All right, so we are now unpaused. I'm sorry, we had a little bit of a studio <laughs> studio audience uh, participation thing happen here. That's right. All right, so here we here we go. Uh, first of all, do we have a? Did somebody actually call and ask about swearing first? Uh, some, yeah, yeah. Who was it? Richard. Uh, no, it was uh, Mitchell. Oh, it was Mitchell? Mitchell called. So let, let's go uh, ahead and take Mitchell's call first. Okay, that's cool. Let's Hi, go. this is Mitchell, and I had a question I wanted to run by you. Um, me and this girl that I work with, we like to sit and talk about the Bible. We, you know, debate it quite a bit. We're both Christians and we both have very different views and aspects. Anyways, one of the, um, one of the things we talked about one time, we we were talking about blasphemy and I mean, when it comes to swearing, my opinion is that you just shouldn't swear at all regardless of anything, no matter what. But her opinion is that it's okay to swear. Blaspheming is okay as long as you're not blaspheming against somebody else. So in other words, it's okay to throw out the F-bomb if you're using it in a sentence, but as long as you're not using it to talk negatively against somebody else, that's when it's not okay. And that was our big kind of debate there. And like I said, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's okay at all. But I was just wondering what uh, your opinions might be on that. Uh, thank you so much. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Hey, Mitchell, thank you so much for leaving us that voice feedback. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time Mitchell's called in. So we hope that it's the first time of many. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so we'll, we'll talk about what we think about that. But before I do that, I want to play a little bit of this Harry Potter. It's called <laughs> it's called Potter Puppet Pals and it's in YouTube's. And my kids found this. Okay. And so uh, not all of them. Some of them is just, uh, you know, just random stuff. But some of it can be a little little edgy. (laughs) Here we go. So here we go. Guys, Professor Dumbledore posted a list of words that are banned from Hogwarts. I didn't know wizards had swears. Of course they do, Harry. They're called wizard swears. Ooh, like a cauldron bum. Really? That's adorable. Oh, they're worse than that. Read some, Harry. Let's see here. Son of a banshee. That's useful. Swish and flicker. That's my favorite. 
Dear my ears detect foul-mouthedness. <laughs> oh, no, Professor Snape. Voldemort's nipple! Excuse me. <laughs> I refuse to have this filth spewed in my presence, Mr. Potter. 500,000 points from Gryffindor. Dragon bogeys! <laughs> Everybody run. Expecto Patronads! <laughs> <laughs> Rabble rousers. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Oh, hi, Neville. Hello, Harry, Hermione, Ronald. What's up, guys? We're saying magical naughty words like jiggery-pokery. <clears throat> My grandmother forbids me from using raunchy language. Runchy. Well, your grandmother is a blast-ended skank. <gasps> he doesn't mean it, Neville. He's just testing out some wizard swears. I mean every word I ever say, ever, because I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm telling Professor Dumbledore. You're such a broomhead! This is against the rules. I can't let you do this, Neville. Oh, no. No, no. I don't want to swear. My grandmother doesn't want me to swear. No. Are you a Gryffindor or not, Neville? I am a Gryffindor, but... but... Try it, then. Here's the list. Say anything. <laughs> you can do it, Neville. Hagrid's... Butt quack. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you sicken me. But, but, but it's on the list. Hagrid is ten times the man you'll ever be, Neville. <sighs> Leave Hogwarts, Neville Longbottom. Never come back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so you're quite the hellion today, Harry. Yeah, you're rife with boyish attitude. Hey, let's do a prank call. Voldemort speaking. Leprechaun taint. <laughs> what? You kids, if I ever find out who's calling me... There they are. <laughs> Professor Snape would like to have a word with you, children. Oh, unicorn turds. That is exactly the sort of vulgarity that I want to eradicate from the distinguished halls of Hogwarts. The traditions of the school must be upheld and respected. The founders surely would- Muggle f***ing troll shit, Snape! What? You floppy wanted dementor buggerer! <laughs> Dobby's sock! Dumbledore, I urge you to expel these monsters. Oh, Snape, let them have their flapdoodle! But you're the one who banned the words in the first place. I don't even remember five minutes ago. Back to your skulking. Thank you so much, Dumbledore. Alas, you're welcome! Dumbledore, you're obscenely old, right? Why, yes! Do you know any super ancient, lost to the ages, archaic, olden times wizard swears? Ah, uh, well, there is one. I want to hear it! The Elder Swear. You must never repeat it to anyone. We won't, Professor. Here it is. Your mother is a f***ing Laura Mipsum. <laughs> just a bunch of bees. Admitum venium <laughs> and, it, and by the way, it goes on for like three more minutes of just bloop, 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 bloop. So anyway, I thought I thought that was a little bit entertaining. And now my, you know, it took us probably about four days 
uh, to finally get McKenna to stop going around and saying Voldemort's nipple. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the question then is: first of all, blaspheming is that what is that that's, what it's called? Well, that's what he. I, well, the no, term that he said, I, and I'm asking. I, I've never heard of cursing or swearing. Uh, I've never heard of it described as blaspheming. Yeah, blaspheming is uh, is more of the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit kind of talk. I mean, that's that's the what? text that I'm usually hearing uh, when I hear the term blaspheming. I'm going to look up in um, dictionary. And I here. think the and the reason that's connected with cursing and cussing is because you know no one wants to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, and uh, because that's the one of the quote unpardonable sins. And then, and so they just take that as, you know, using the Lord's name in vain, kind of an understanding. And then they use that, you know, so it, it, it kind of gets mixed into that whole pot of cussing and, and cursing. Here's, here's, do you say cursing or do you say cussing? I, I say both. I always just say cussing. Yeah. And anyway, maybe it's because I'm from Texas. <laughs> Here, here's, here's Wikipedia. And it says blasphemy is the use of, of reference to one or more gods in a manner considered objectionable by a religious authority. Uh, it may include blah, 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 blah. So exactly what you're talking about. Although it says down here, just a little bit below, it says blas- blasphemy may be used by extension to describe any display of gross irreverence toward any person or thing deemed worthy of exalted esteem. In the in this broader sense of the term used by Sir Francis Bacon in the Advancement of Learning, when he speaks of blasphemy against teaching, sometimes the word blasphemy is used loosely to mean any profane language. For example, in with much hammering and blasphemy, right. the locomotive's replacement spring was finally fitted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia, thank you. No, seriously. I, you know, that, I, so I never right. knew that that profanity or foul language was ever considered something, you know, known as blasphemy. So I learned something new today. Uh, now, with that being said, uh, Raka, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it, that it, it, isn't that forbidden in the in the Bible. You know, it's like you have heard that you have heard that, you know, you should not kill another. But I tell you, if you've ever said Raka to your brother, then you've you've already <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just said it to me. Yeah. Twice. It's twice, man. Dude. I have no idea what Raka is, but you're going down. Yeah. It's kind of like learning down. swear words in another language and, and then just saying them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so what's what's in a word, DG? Seriously, what 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 are uh, what are we Christians to do? Right. And by the way, if you have young children, we're not going to throw the explicit tag on here, uh, but just know that if you don't, well, Voldemort's nipples already out there. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> Darn it! But uh, you know, th- we may in in the course <clears throat> of this conversation use a colorful word. So just just so you know in advance, but probably not too bad. I'm not planning on it. So (laughs) with that being said, what's in a word? Seriously? You know, it's it's going back to what we were talking about last week with the tithing stuff. It's it's a heart issue. I mean, come on. I mean, that's ultimately, I think it's a heart issue. And so, but 
you know, uh, there are things that come out of your mouth that came from your head, that came from your heart and your intentions and your and your purposes behind it. And yes, I mean, that's that is a um, I've always said that, you know, your words are a byproduct of the way you think and the way in the way you live um, and the and the and your heart and your soul. So, I mean, that's I think that's what the Bible is getting at anyway. Every single time you hear something like that, you're, you know, it's basically saying, hey, that's just a byproduct of who you are. So uh, do the best you can to keep that in check. Right. Support one another. Love one another. Don't knock each other down. Don't, you know, I, and there are a lot of things that are out there that are words that are not cuss words. Um, but good gosh, I mean, they're not cuss words, but they're just as hurting and they're just as painful and they're just as 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 uh, detrimental to our relationship with someone else, right? Than anything else could. I mean, <clears throat> um, well, what if what if I, you know, am not in around anyone, right? And I am walking down the hallway, and I'm already just a little stressed because I'm I'm running late for this, and I'm feeling the weight of it. And by the way, in the chat room, Tony, we uh, have played uh, one voicemail so far. We've got three or four more to play in this show, so. Uh, I think hers might be one of them. Okay. So anyway, um, what was I saying? But okay, so I'm I'm already late. I'm I'm just like, oh, man, I got oh I forgot that too. There's just no way I'm gonna. And then all of a sudden, I stub my toe, you know, and I say, "Damn it!" Right. Right. Is that sinful? I you know that's between you and God, Cliff. I, you know if you. If, if after you say that word, you start feeling the fires of hell on your toes, uh-huh. I'd be careful, buddy. So, let, let, me, really, let, me, really let careful. me ask you, DG, have you ever <laughs> let a certain swear escape your lips? Yes. Uh, and for you, did you feel sinful in that? I, I Yeah, of course. Um, actually, you know, this is actually a funny story. When I was a little tiny kid, um, other people had imaginary friends. And I literally, I just talked to God. And I remember, I distinctively remember as a little kid, I would play out there, you know, in the front yard and I would say a cuss word <laughs> and I'd say, sorry, God, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just, it, it was just a part of me. Like I, and I, and I, I, you know, I tell everybody I'm, I'm constantly working my way back to when I was a toddler, you know, <laughs> with my relationship with God, because it was pretty spot on back then. But, you know, I think ultimately, even at a a super early age, I knew that my heart was not in the right place when I said that cuss word. It was not something that was a good thing. But, I mean, ultimately, um, no, when you stub your your toe or, you know, you hit your finger with a hammer and you curse um, or one time I was I literally had youth from the church in the car. I turned down a wrong way street (laughs) and I was just like, you know, excrement. (laughs) And I I immediately turned as fast as I could into the parking lot of someplace beside me. But dude, I I was flipping out that I was going to die in a head on car crash and take some youth with me to heaven. Uh, But you may not make it. Yeah. Excrement. (laughs) Well, the S word. Yeah. But I just, But you know, ultimately, it, it, a word is just a word. That's that's not that is not the issue. It, it really is the you know the heart behind where it came from. And I wasn't yelling out excrement uh, because 
I hated the person that was coming head on with me. Yes. <laughs> uh, it really was. Wow. I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> and what am I doing? Right. <laughs> and, uh, and just, and just, it, you know, just, it just came out, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I think every culture in the world has cuss words, right? They have like this, this societal, um, uh, boundary line when it comes to specific words. Yep. And, uh, and, and they, and so every culture has, you know, they always, you know, there's that one, Ooh, that everyone kind of breathes in a little bit or don't you, you know, or grandma's like, don't you dare say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think it's innately a part of every culture. Um, you know, whether people want to, you know, it's never translated in the, in the old Testament from the Hebrew, but there's cuss words in the old Testament that are written in your, you know, in, in your Bible. And, um, whether you want to admit it or not, it's never translated as a cuss word, but it really is the the Hebrew word for S H I T. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or or uh, dung one or two one or two more. Yeah, dung. Basically, cooking over your own excrement, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and and you can kind of hear that that God's not happy in that in that instance. <laughs> so you mean that God might possibly have used cursing? Could have yeah. There there are some people that, that would, he would uh, have actually said, "Son of a monkey." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll always love it when uh, when people are like, "I wonder if Jesus when when Jesus uh, cussed, he would say me." <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> now now isn't that using the Lord's name in vain? Right, and and you know and you know I have uh, my wife went to a uh, a sermon one time from a, a good friend of ours in a, there's a Methodist church over here in um, in Cold Spring, and or Highland Heights, and he actually did a, a, an entire sermon series on um, uh, on the Ten Commandments, uh-huh. and and he was actually talking about the Lord's name in vain kind of a stuff, and he was saying it was it, it was much more loose um, than just literally saying the the Lord's name in vain like everyone else thinks about it. Uh, he was just saying, "Hey, you're doing that anytime you do anything that would not be, um, you know, saying saying something about uh, God that would not even be true to His nature or yes, something. That would be or God's nature. And that's a more. I think that's a more accurate description of what that, you know, using my name in vain. You know, it's like right. applying my name to something, putting my stamp, my signature on something that is so right. obviously not me. Right. And uh, and he would and he even said, you know, even when you say, "Gosh, darn it." Or something like that. I disagree with that. I, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, that, that's so. This that is guy so, is a total nub. Voldemort's <laughs> <laughs> nipple. Uh, but it's just, you know, I, once again, I, I really think it's it's a heart issue, and um, and just like anything else in the world, it can be way taken out of context. Like one of, <laughs> I and I was I've been convicted about this lately, to be honest with you, because really? I really like the song. <laughs> I'm on a boat <laughs> and okay. the song I'm on a boat is just dropping the F bomb every third word, but they're doing it because they're making fun of all of the rap stars out there that are really dropping the F bomb every third word. Mm-hmm. And it's, and so it's a comedy and yet they're doing it as, as a it's a sarcastic comedy. And Tiffany, it, she just she's just really offended by it, you know. And she just can't get over the fact that they're dropping the f bomb every third. But she just cannot get over. And I think it is hilarious, right? Um, and so, 
and you know, and so in and, and she, you know, and when I was reading through some of the texts that we're probably going to read here in a few minutes. I'm sure you found some in the Bible. I don't know if you found. No, some I haven't looked at. Oh, I you mean, haven't found anything. No, I, well, it's not that I haven't found. I just haven't looked. I mean, okay, well, like Ephesians four twenty nine, it says, "Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen." You right. Know, that, I mean, something like that, and then you know, of course, First uh, Peter three three ten. For whoever uh, would love life and seek good days, uh, and see good days, must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. You know, so there's, there's I would stuff say, out there. See, all the, the thing time. is, is is a lot of people will apply and attribute that to cursing, and I can definitely see the application there. But I think that those are more closely addressing the the actual go- the issue of gossip more than cursing. Right. And, I, and, I, I I think a majority right. of those scriptures that are used are are gossip. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I can see that definitely. I mean, there's no, um, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, you know, it's, so it's, and, and, and it's basically talking about living as children of light. That one of Ephesians, it's the, Ephesians four is the big one. And right before that, he kept on talking about the unity of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about the unity that we have as Christians among Christians and then living as children of light. Uh, and then, and that's when he said, you know, therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor uh, for all members of one body and your anger do not sin, you know, and then, and then it keeps on going and do not give the devil a foothold. Um, he who has been stealing must steal no longer, must, uh, but must work doing something useful in his own hands, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then it keeps on going. Do not let any, un- un- do not let any unwholesome talk come into your mouths and do not grieve the Holy spirit of God with whom you were sealed in the day of the redemption get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other justice in Christ. God forgive you. So, but, but here, even in this, even in this uh, understanding, it's, it's written in the context of Christian to Christian. I really do, you know, see that. Um, And of course it says to your neighbor uh, up, up above that in the 20 and verse 25, uh, but it, then it says, "For we're all members of one body." Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I it's I, I, it's I still think it's a, just a hard issue. Yeah. I mean, really, it's ultimately a hard issue. And and, and for me, the, the only scripture that I have that I would say that has anything, you know, is it's I think it's Philippians uh, four eight that says, "Finally, brothers, whatever is true, noble, whatever is right, and, and here's the one: whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable." Anything that is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Right. You know, and, and if those if those kind of things dominate your thoughts, are you really going to be sitting there running around the house saying "damn it" all the time? Right. Right. You know, or and or exactly. So and so, and some I've I've been watching the chat room. Some interesting things. Some people say, you know, I don't agree with the the phrase "bad words." Although sometimes words can be used badly. Um, I saw, I think, Ramen Noodle, our friend Daniel, actually posted in the chat room. He actually posted that the actual F word, the F bomb, was uh, actually created to be a curse word, which I'm not sure the etymology. Is that right? The etymology of the word? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, but so some interesting things going on in the chat room. And uh, the I guess and, and again, you're you're going to get my opinion here. And, and, and I agree with DG that it's. It really is a hard issue, I, I, although I, I, here's the one thing. Regardless of what I personally feel, this is a cult, cultural thing. The, the, I can tell you some things that are, sin, that, that are sinful and purposely offending another person 
is 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 something that God would forbid. You know, that we as believers should not be going around doing things or saying things that offends other people that, that, you know, so if, if it is a culturally accepted norm that if you say the word ass or I'm pissed off, right? If that's culturally bad and, and frowned upon, although we may have freedoms in Christ to not be bound by the law, we still have the law that God has given us that we should not offend, you know, you know, to say things that offend those around us. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that, um, yeah, <laughs> just, it, 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 you, do, you, you just don't want to offend those people around you. And it's just like the same reason why uh, there's nothing inherently necessarily wrong with being naked. Uh, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying we were all kind of born that way. Um, but, there, there was something that happened that everyone says that's a faux pas that that's not right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And and so it's just you know I think it's just kind of that um that uh, that norm that that's just interesting. Now I really I, I actually really appreciate any of the like I just I just did a research on Snopes uh, or Snoops dot com okay about the word f the f word mm-hmm. and. Um, and it it just it just you know it kind of talks about this um, where the f word actually came from. Um, but anyway, well, it just says uh, it says the origins of the it it the, everyone used to be thought it was coming from fornication under consent of the king. So F U C is like a an acronym, um, and it was talking about in England and and how you could anyway. It's got a lot of stuff in there. It says, but the, uh, the uh, you actually have you have you have two paths going with that was fornication under consent of the king or for unlawful carnage knowledge. Dealing with the first of these, though, it's pleasing to think couples looking to procreate in those dark old age uh, dark old days had to first ob- ob- um, obtain a sovereign's permission and then post a notice of what they were up to so that all the neighbors could enjoy a good snicker. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it's, it's, so it's, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to be able to find out, but I like that stuff. I kind of like thinking about like, how did uh, certain things in certain cultures get deemed bad? Right. Or certain things in certain cultures get deemed good. You know, I think that's really interesting. For those of you who are listening via the podcast, um, we want to let you know, if you come here during our live show on Thursday mornings at 10 a.m., there are some very interesting side conversations that that happen here, and so uh, we have uh, an anonymous person that just hasn't signed in with a username, uh, posting you know fourteen ninety five to fifteen oh five as the uh, origin of the word, and it's a, uh, basically uh, <laughs> something to thrust, copulate with. Uh, and and all kinds of other things in here, uh, Push, and, and they said that, that that comes from dictionary.com. Richard in the chat room says on the F word, the Oxford English Dictionary states that the ultimate etymology is uncertain, but the word is probably cognate with a number of native German Germanic words with meaning involving striking, rubbing, or having sex. Right. So. But anyway, I mean, it's kind of a side note. Rat hole. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, that, I think this is, uh, you know, understanding the words. You know, when when I say darn it, it, it's is there any I mean, if I'm alone, 
And I, you know, if, 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 first of all, if I say something, whatever the word is, and it is overtly offensive to those around me, such as, you know, there, you know, if, if, if I'm in a restaurant and I'm with my young children right, and the person sitting at the table, you know, or, 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 well, let's just not tie this to any kind of, let's not put any labels on people, sure. but let's just say there are three people sitting there having a conversation at the table next to us. And they're very loudly saying F this mother effer gosh darn it you know right, all the, yeah, all the, sure. if they're dropping all of those words that is overtly offensive to me as a parent right at number one even if i didn't have kids i think it's probably just a little bit much to have in casual conversation in an atmosphere around dinner right right, right. you're number two my young children are here and it is not socially acceptable so whether or not i agree personally whether or not these are to be used or not to be used in common day language our culture our society says that these things are frowned upon and looked down upon right and therefore my children are like you know birds that are trained to speak they will sure. repeat anything they hear <laughs> of course they do. and my daughter will go around saying Voldemort's nipple for three days right yeah and it's and so yeah and then whenever you walk up to that individual and say could you please you know watch your language there's kids around or whatever else if they have any ounce of of uh <laughs> of having a little tiny cricket called Jiminy um <laughs> <laughs> then they would actually say, okay, I have a conscience here. I'm going to, right. sorry, I apologize. But there are other people that have no whatsoever. Uh, they have no filter uh, to do that. And they would, they would look at you and just cuss at you and say, leave, you know, if you don't like it, then leave. Yeah. You know, and then you could, you know, go through other ways of being able to do that. But, but I, like, okay, I just spent the last week uh, at, uh, at Ida Spence, the, the vacation Bible school at city Heights. That is a, um, a a ghetto, basically, but it's a low income government subsidized housing area, and they they <laughs> drop cussing. I mean, they they cuss uh, the majority of them, even the ones that I'm ministering to that you, you have a leaning to go to church. Man, they're cussing all over the place, and I I had to just deal with the fact that you know what I'm I'm not going to expect them to stop cussing. I'm not going to tell them to stop cussing because I want to desire, I desire to build a relationship with these guys. Right. And, and, and I think that's another aspect of cussing is where do we have a self-righteous anger or mm-hmm. a righteousness that basically says, how dare you do that when we're expecting them to act like a Christian when they're not Christians. And that's exactly. a whole other side of the conversation here that I just kind of wanted to, I wanted to bring into play here. Right. Because I know a lot of Christians and this is interesting from, from his voicemail you know, if uh, if if he was telling the other girl that he works with, hey, stop doing that, and wait a second, is she a Christian? Why, you know, and and I think that those are those are those are challenges that Christians have to live into because I know a lot of people that say I'm not going to go watch a rated R movie because it has so much cussing, or or even PG-13 movie because of all the cussing. And I understand when you say I'm not going to do that with my kids. Mm-hmm. I, I'm right there with you. I, I get that part. But how much did we? How much are we shocked by that? And how much did we, um, you know, how much are we shocked by that? But also how much are we um, offended by that? And then is that offense something that we can look past so that we can develop relationship with them or not? I I guarantee you that um, Christ was not happy about prostitutes (laughs) at the place because he cared about them. 
uh, and he probably wasn't happy with some of the some of the ways that tax collectors were doing some pretty bad things against the people of God. Right. Uh, especially the ones that were were Israelites <laughs> that were Jews, and yet they were still you know taking advantage of people. But he he got over being offended, and he loved them more than he was offended. And I think that that's a huge challenge for a lot of Christians: is can we can we see past uh, people that are cussing? Uh, and now now if there's another Christian that's causing you to be offended, and they're because of their cussing uh, or their cursing, then just talk to them. You know, have the same conversation that we're having right now. And just allow allow God to be in the midst of that too, and just kind of soak it up and, and deal with it. Because like that's that's what my wife and I did. We had a great, um, we had a great conversation just in bed one night before we went to bed, uh, talking about you know cursing and, and talking about the Ephesians text that we were reading and and what did it mean and how do we need to live that out in our lives and things like. That. Great conversation. I mean, it was it was phenomenal and and it and it did kind of challenge me uh, at the time. I'm like, all right, you know what, Timmy, if, if you're if you know, if this, if you don't like hearing this, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll stop playing it, even though I think it is hilarious. <laughs> I want to hear it, by the way. Okay, well, you can <laughs> just hear it kidding. if you want to. I don't. <laughs> Although I have, I have music that I listen to that has foul language in it. Uh, nothing that is repetitive in nature, but, um, you know, th- there are some songs out there that, that I have on a playlist that, that, you know, it has some words in it, so. Anyway, so, I, you know, Mitchell, hopefully that helps out a little bit, you know, processing some additional thoughts on it. Maybe you've come to a lot of the same conclusions. But uh, anyway, we appreciate very much you calling in and giving us at least, a, a, you know, a main topic to talk about in today's episode. Uh, with that, DG, I want to turn now to a bunch of feedback. We asked people to call and uh, well, people are calling. We got cool. Mitchell, we got awesome. uh, we got Tony, but nobody called as much as our good friend uh, Jaina, who has called three times this week. Awesome, uh, which is totally awesome, <laughs> by the way. And uh, here's uh, call number one. Hi, Cliff and DG. My name's Jana. I'm calling from Seattle. I'm a GSPM Plus member. I was just catching up on podcasts, and I heard your um, about the church podcast from this week, I believe. And uh, I just want to let DG know that the song in the trailer for Where the Wild Things Are is, it's by a band called The Arcade Fire. And the song, I believe, I'm, not, I'm at the park right now with my kids, but the song is, I believe, called Wake Up. Mm-hmm. It's the first song on their album. That might be the title of the album. But anyway, um, <laughs> you should be able to find it by doing an iTunes search for the band Arcade Fire. <laughs> So I hope that helps you. It's an awesome album, and they're an awesome band, and uh, you should definitely check them out. So um, love the show, love you guys, and uh, I'll be listening. Bye-bye. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so the album is Funeral, and I've already bought it. Awesome. <laughs> Thank she, you so, so much. You are awesome. She did call back a second time, though, oh, okay. regarding the same issue. So here you go. Okay. Hi, Cliff and DG. <laughs> this is Jana from Seattle again. Uh, I guess this is take two on a voicemail. I just wanted to make sure that I was giving you the right information. I checked, and the song that DG was looking for is is indeed called Wake Up by Arcade Fire, and it's on the album called Funeral. So you should be able to easily find that on iTunes. So I just uh, wanted to call back and clarify. Um, Sorry, and that was for the About the Church podcast from this week. Sorry, you can probably hear my kids here in the background. That's awesome. Anyway, um, just want to make sure you had the right information so you could enjoy a really great song. So uh, love the show, love you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. 
I think, I think the kids were singing the song in the background. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on. At, now, this one came in a couple days later, and this one ha- is in reference to something else that we talked about. I think it was last week, uh, talking about tithing. So uh, it's Sweet. Jaina again. Okay. Hi, Cliff and DG. This is Jana from Seattle. I'm calling in regarding that about the church podcast on tithing. I'm just listening to it right now here at the park with my kids. And um, DG just made the comment that Latter-day Saints are required to show their tax returns to prove that they've paid their um, 10% tithe. And I just wanted to call in and uh, mention that I'm a lifelong Latter-day Saint, been a member of the church my entire life, and um, a full tithe payer during that time. And I've never been required to show my tax returns. Um, I've never, um, it, there might be some confusion. We have something called tithing settlement, which occurs at the end of the year, which is basically an opportunity for you to sit down with your clergy and um, get a statement which outlines the amount of money that you've contributed in tithing throughout the year, which is then um, you can use for tax purposes. So that might be where the confusion is, but I did want to correct that statement. If you're one of their prophets or apostles, I can't speak to that as to whether they verify. I suppose it's pretty easy to verify since they're paid by the church, but um, but there's no there's no checking up on members of the church um, regarding tax returns or tithing. It's very much like Cliff explained um, happens in his church, which is that there is a understanding that tithing is to be paid. Um, in order to be in full compliance with the expectations of the church. Um, but there's no, like, squad out there that is, is determining that you are or are not a full tithe pair. So um, there are a lot of misconceptions out there about Mormons, and I just didn't want that to go unanswered. I love the show. I love you guys, and uh, I'll be listening. Bye-bye. I just recognized cool, I've been calling her Jana. It's actually Jana. Oh, Jana. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jenny. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that up. That's cool. Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, I that is something that I had heard. Um, God, I don't even know where I heard it from, to tell you the truth. So thanks for clarifying that. Absolutely. And maybe that is the case. Maybe it is the case that for um, maybe the people that are on mission, maybe, that have to do that. I don't know. But Yeah, uh, I don't know. Cool. All right. But anyway, yeah, and, and you know what? We thank you for all of your calls, Jenna, and uh, anybody else out there listening. If we say something that you may think is inaccurate and you want to correct or talk to us or open up the dialogue and have a discussion, you know, that, oh, yeah. that's a great way to use our phone number. I've never I've never thought I was an expert on anything. So, <laughs> so feel free to give us a call. In fact, uh, our phone number is area code 859-795-4067. That's 859-795-4067. Six seven. Now uh, we're going to move on to our last call of the week, and this one's going to be from Tony, who happens to be in our chat room having a very lively discussion. I might add. Hi, Cliff and DG. This is Tony from Wyoming, and I wanted to make a comment about your um, about the church podcast number eighty three. And first of all, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about three things. One was Transformers. I personally will never want to see it and luckily I have two daughters who will never want to see it and um, even when I was younger Transformers aren't what we played with so I kind of lucked out with that I mean I used to play with Hot Wheels but never Transformers Um, but it sounds like the movie just really shouldn't have been made and they shouldn't make anymore and I hope they don't 
the second thing I wanted to talk about wow. was church signs, and I totally agree with you. I mean, they're just embarrassing, um, and you just feel bad for the people who have to walk into that church. <laughs> so anyway, my third comment is about Harry Potter, and DG is totally vindicated because when I saw that Quidditch game, I was laughing so hard because of the broomsticks. I mean, it was so obvious to me. And I told my friend who was sitting right beside me, and she just burst out laughing. Um, so, DG, you're not the only one okay, to notice you. that. And it almost looked like it was on purpose. I swear to you. Um, and, and I don't have that dirty of a mind, so... I don't know, Cliff. You were, you're just a saint if you didn't see that. I did not well, see we'll it at all. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay, well, uh, what I want to know is, did she hear my comment and then watch the movie, or did she watch the movie and have that thought before the, my comment? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. did, was that seed put in there? or? <laughs> I but, have uh, no idea. No, she watched the movie first. Okay, there you go. So I am vindicated. All right. Great minds think alike, and so do mine and Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, folks, that is our episode for this week. And, of course, like I said, you can help us uh, determine future topics. I know we have our great friend Richard who's always sending in wonderful ideas and discussion topics for us. Uh, But we want to open it up to the entire community as well. If you have a question, thoughts, or comments regarding anything related to the Christian faith, we want to hear from you at area code 859-795-4067. Yep. want to let you know that we have been extremely blessed in the past 10 days. We've added eight new plus members. Cool. We are currently at 296. Our goal is to ultimately get to 500 uh, to help make ends meet here in our, uh, you know, in our business of doing podcasting full time as a career. And uh, so here's the thing. We're at 296. I want to let you know that the 300th plus member is going to receive a $30 gift certificate to iTunes. Oh, cool. And for those of you listening to the podcast, I know this isn't released until a couple days after we record it live. And, you know, it'd be our hope and prayer that we hit that 300 mark by the end of today as we're recording live every Thursday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. But if you happen to not make it and you're not the 300th plus member, not to worry. We have a special promotion going on for from this point forward until we come up with something even even more cool every five plus members every after every five plus members are added to the list we will take one of those five plus members and also give randomly pick one of those plus members to give a $30 gift certificate to so I mean number one you're already uh, hopefully you're you're seeing the value in the content if you've been thinking about joining anyway uh, you, you know that your your plus membership money is going to help support gspn.tv and this content and this community everything that we're doing here but there's also a chance one in five chance of getting a $30 gift certificate but which by the way could be used for 30 songs two audio books on iTunes uh, maybe a couple movie rentals or even four whole albums for your for your music audio player yeah definitely oh, so yeah. Check that out, gspn.tv slash plus. You can find twitter.com slash argon52 mm-hmm. is Definitely. DG Hollams. And the guy's podcast and Praxis podcast on Twitter. 
Yes. So praxispodcast.com is the other religious podcast I do, and then the guys podcast I do as well. Exactly. And of course, we want to invite you to come join us live at least sometime in the future. Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We've got shows like Help I Got a Mac at 9 o'clock in the morning. We got the About the Church happens every week at 10 o'clock. Socialmediaserenity.com. Check that out. Socialmediaserenity.com. Uh, that show is coming up here at 11 o'clock. Family from the Heart at 12. The Lost Podcast, the weekly Lost Podcast at 1 p.m. 2 p.m. is the podcast Answer Man Show. Pursuing a Balanced Life at 3. And from 4 to 5 is the Almost Daily Devotional. Wow. So check it out. Very Come cool. join us live. TV slash live. <laughs> You've never said that before. No. Every Thursday, <laughs> we'd love to have you join us. Till next time, God bless. And thank you to a certain sponsor who asked us to remember, pray for another church in your area yeah. that is not your own. Bye, y'all.